0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. So here's a question for you, Chadville, at two thirty five in the afternoon. Where are you getting your fitness advice from? A lot of people, as I mentioned, turn to whatever they can find on uh, the internet, (laughs) right? I think that's, we do that for so much now, Uh, seemingly for everything, let's be honest. We've all, you know, diagnosed ourselves with some weird medical condition because of it. Yeah, we turn to the internet. Uh, A lot of folks turn to bloggers, but there's been some work done that suggests the vast majority of exercise bloggers, those people that, you know, try to get you going and pump you up and are giving you ideas of what to do and what not to do are not qualified to give the advice they're giving uh this half hour we're going to find out more uh, about that and and talk to a certified fitness instructor as well about what you should be looking for but let's start with elaine ory she's a phd candidate in the faculty of kinesiology sports and rec at the university of alberta elaine welcome to the show hi thank you for having me why did you decide to look into this in the first place
1: Um, Well, it really stems from my background as an exercise physiologist and working with a variety of populations, both clinically and apparently healthy individuals that just wanted to be more fit and lead healthier lives. And uh, regardless of the information that I was giving them, they would come to me with these crazy claims that they found online and say, you know, I think I want to try this thing, even though I know you're the person that's gone to school for everything. So um, I started looking into it a little bit more about why that was and really what was happening here.
0: All right. So interesting stuff. And so when you took a look, it was almost like 200 popular uh, fitness and exercise blogs.
1: Um, What did you find? So we found a a bunch of things. Um, the, The biggest thing that we found was that the majority of the authors and owners of these blogs were either not... Being fully transparent about their qualifications and and what type of background they had or they didn't have any kind of qualifications to be giving exercise advice.
0: So how does that even happen anyway? How do they become bloggers? Yeah, and that and may not be the right question for you, but, I mean, just start something up and start typing away and maybe look good in a, in a workout outfit. Is that, is that kind of what it's all about?
1: Um, I mean, we'd, we'd have to go to the, the bloggers themselves and ask them yeah. what they were thinking on that particular area. But uh, anybody can start a blog they're they're free to start and anybody can really just go online and start up their own website so um we suspect that you know in some cases it's individuals that are keeping in touch with clients um people that are qualified to be giving out advice Um, but then there's the people that aren't and and Mm. the biggest concern with what's going on in that side of things is that the fitness industry isn't fully regulated so it makes it quite difficult for consumers to discern who is and who isn't qualified to be giving which types of fitness and exercise advice.
0: Yeah, and you know, and Elaine, I'll, I'll be honest with you, after I competed in a couple of bodybuilding comp- uh, competitions in the early 2000s, you know, was watching all sorts of different, you know, websites and that sort of thing, and, and over the years as I've watched other people do the same, I've seen say, some turn around and say, okay, well, I'm going to become a life coach, or I'm going to give fitness advice, and all they've ever done is competed, you know, they've, they've competed, they went on stage, which, okay, good for you, you went on stage, it's a great accomplishment, but you have no back background uh, to, to give any advice to anybody and in the long run that could be dangerous couldn't it
1: yeah and that's that's the biggest concern here is that when we have people that are under or unqualified giving advice something as complex as the human body and then we add another layer to it where the, the human body during exercise and those physiologic and biomechanic processes there are minimum standards in the certification area, uh, especially nationally in Canada with the Canadian Society for Exercise Physiology, where they require a minimum of two years of post-secondary education with specific course requirements in order to ensure that people that are giving out that unique individualized advice have the scientific backing to do so and and the proper understanding of the body. So it does become quite dangerous when we have individuals that are giving out advice based on personal experience, which we also know every one of us is is a little bit different than the other. We're all a bit unique, so it's not a one-size-fits-all.
0: No, not yeah, without a doubt. So, Elaine, you know, in one of the things, and a lot of folks who who want to lose weight, who want to do whatever, and hey, I'll put my hand up and say I'm, I'm one of them too. I'll, I'll, I'll look at things and click on them and go, oh, the keto liver fat cleansing diet. Oh, that sounds interesting. Click mm-hmm. on that and go, oh, my gosh, okay, what kind of rabbit hole did I just fall down into or, you know, tone your body in three weeks. That stuff is really a bunch of hokey isn't it i mean let's let's be real i mean if it's making outrageous claims it's likely not going to work
1: and that's what some of our, our follow-up studies really looked at, was um, how people responded to these types of information in terms of whether they believed it, whether they were willing to act on it. And uh, it, it did come down to a lot of those grandiose claims and, and over-promising results. And while a lot of people may you know, rationalize that that, that probably isn't going to be the results that I get, there's still a danger that they might engage in some of these extreme behaviors anyways, and, and as exercise professionals, what really concerns us is that people are going to become injured or potentially okay. they're going to have a bad experience and they're going to end up right back at square one, not doing any exercise at all. Well, and, and, and that's it.
0: You see people, you see your buddies talking about or see something on television about maybe CrossFit or something like that. And they, hey, I'm going to look into that and, 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 and not realizing that, you know, starting it at home by yourself and jumping right into it might be a little dangerous. Like kind of doing any exercise if you don't know the proper ways to do it. Like to, to the proper movement and, and, and how, how long, how far, all of that sort of stuff that you should be going. There's so many things that come into play.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And so it it does come down a little bit to um, educating yourself and and making sure that you're aware of what might be uh, an appropriate starting point for you as an individual based on what you've Uh, done in the past and where you're at currently. Um, But it's also an acknowledgement of, you know, what are the limitations of the program that's being promoted, of the information that's being doled out and and. Taking a step back from those sensationalized headlines and saying, (laughs) is this realistic? Are these outcomes Uh things that I really think are achievable? Um, and, And putting a bit of time and thought into it instead of taking it at face value.
0: I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I think uh, the message that uh, you just put out there is incredibly important for a lot of people. Um, You know, we catch headlines and uh, we we dive into them sometimes. A lot of folks are looking for, you know, an easy way to get it done when in the long run that uh, I think, Elaine, you could probably say what it takes is just, you know, regular, consistent hard work. There's no magic pill. There's no magic wand. You actually just have to put in the time.
1: Absolutely. And and the, the other really big thing that we want to drive home with people as exercise professionals is find the thing you love. So, you know, for some people that might be running, for other people it might be lifting up heavy weights and putting them back down. That's fine. But find the activity that you love because that's the activity you're going to stick with. And that's really what we want to drive home.
0: Elaine, I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you betcha. Elaine Ori joining us this afternoon. And uh, and yeah, I think probably a lot of us have done it. I, I love this text that came in a little bit earlier. It says, you know, my my, my, my fitness blog, <laughs> my information comes from Alexander Keith's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear you on that one. But isn't it true? Sometimes we're just, you know, we're always looking at, okay, well, I've got 10 pounds to lose. or I've got 20 pounds to lose or maybe 40 pounds to lose. And um, we, we look for that quick fix. And those quick fixes aren't necessarily there was i follow a fellow on um on twitter and he has lost 100 pounds over the past year and he tweeted today he said you know what so many people are asking me what is it what is it um that you're doing to have lost all this weight and he just said I'm I'm walking every day, I'm working out every day, and I'm watching what I eat. And everyone finds, you know, let's be real, I mean, different programs work for different people, but uh, that's really, really what it takes. Um, I I think that some people do very well on on certain programs, and they can go for a very long time on them, but some people fall into a program, and it works for six weeks, maybe eight weeks, and then... uh, then you're kind of uh, falling backwards, uh, you know, back in the, in the scales, going back up again, or maybe you're not feeling uh, all that great again. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. what are you using uh, to guide you in your fitness goals? Um, maybe, maybe you've done really well over COVID. I know a number of people have said, hell yeah, I'm going to use this time. Uh, I can go walking, I can go running, whatever it is.